We're going to continue with our post-qualifying press conference. We're now joined by the pole sitter for tomorrow night's Rain Guard Water Sealers 600, Charlie Kimball, driver of the number 83 Traceba Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing. This is his first career pole and his 109th start. Charlie, just talk about getting that monkey off your back and winning that first pole. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Um, it feels really, really good, actually. The, uh, the car was pretty good straight out of the, the trailer uh, for practice. And uh, I think a lot of credit has to go to everyone here at Texas Motor Speedway with the, uh, the repave, the addition of some drainage, and the reprofiling of one and two over the winter. Um, I got up this morning and saw it raining and thought, oh, man, this looks a lot like last year. Um, but it was incredible. As soon as the rain stopped, the track dryers went to work, and, and it did not take very long to dry. So that's a, a lot of credit to those guys. Um, but overall, I mean, really, it comes down to credit for, for my team. You know, everybody at Novo Nordisk, Chip Ganassi Racing, worked really hard. Um, looking at all the information that Scott gathered from the test in April, we knew the nine car was going to be quick. There, you know, his experience, he's always really, really good, uh, especially on these super speedways. He has such a great feel for it. Uh, so when he put that speed up, uh, we knew we were going to have to do better than that. We figured that was going to be the benchmark, or at least I did in my head. And then uh, I did that first lap in the car, the balance wasn't quite right. We just, uh, I'd been a little conservative on my tools in the cockpit because I didn't want it to step out. Um, and so I knew it wasn't good enough and I knew I had to make some changes for the second lap, made some adjustments and was able to, to shorten up the track distance, get some good speed. And uh, I, uh, I think I owe my uh, Honda engineer, Eddie, a, uh, a drink tonight or two uh, because he gave it all, all she was gonna get, that's for sure. Go ahead and open up for questions. If you could raise your hand, and we'll get a mic to you. Any questions? We'll start up here at the front. Excuse me. Charlie, I know you've had, uh, I think May really just was got to be the most frustrating thing for you, having two blown engines in both races. Then you go to Detroit for the first race, and an engine blows in front of you, and you have to steer out of the way of that. Second race obviously went a little better, but how good is it feeling to, to get on the other end of some, some, some luck here? <laughs> yeah, it's, if, if we haven't had bad luck this year, we've had no luck. So uh, it's nice to get some good luck. And, uh, and honestly, you know, hard work. The guys, I mean, I, I owe them such gratitude because uh, they've been behind me. They've had my back all year long uh, through the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, we haven't really had much great yet this year except for today. So it was nice to pay them back with this poll. Um, they work so hard, uh, especially this race being the end of, of a string of so many races back to back. The fact that we've shown our resilience uh, as well as we have is by getting this poll is an indication of, of how great a team I have uh, working with me. Uh, everybody at Chip Ganassi Racing has been uh, been solid um, and, and like you say May was hard it still hurts it still keeps me up at night so it's nice to hopefully I'll sleep a little better tonight having a, a pole under my belt. Bruce. Uh, Charlie a lot of drivers out there are afraid it's going to be a one groove track so starting on the poles got to be equally important for you how do you think tomorrow night's going to play out? I think we uh, will have to see. I'm, I'm not exactly sure because I think in turn three and four it races like a super speedway, but in one and two it, it almost races like a short oval. 
And uh, at the short ovals, okay, a short oval while well, you're doing 220 miles an hour. But uh, the short ovals track position's king and, and having the best track position out there and having some teammates around me as well. And Scott and Tony have incredible experience on these ovals on super speedways here at Texas. I think they've both won here. So it's nice to, to have those guys around me. And, and three Chip Ganassi racing cars in the top four gives me a lot of confidence that we've got good cars. Um, qualifying trim isn't always the same as race trim, so we've got a little bit of work to do in the half hour tonight. Um, but the car was pretty good in race trim uh, in the hour of practice earlier this afternoon. It could be a one-groove racetrack, um, but you never know. I mean, we haven't run at night. We haven't run more than 20 or 30, 40 laps at a time. So it'll be interesting to see how the track evolves and develops because it is new, especially one and two. It's new asphalt everywhere, but the reprofiling definitely changes how you race through through those two corners. Mary? Charlie, um, along that line about the track that they reconfigured, they took out four degrees, I understand, in turns one and two. And I think it might have been Tony that said it used to be difficult to go into turn one, and uh, especially if you want to try and pass someone. So it sounds to me like they've brought the track lower as well. They've brought it more to the infield side. So how does that change your driving style compared to the prior, before they um, paved the track and they took the bumps out? It was something that uh, Scott actually mentioned after he tested in April. He talked about how early and how different the visual cues were going into turn one because of the fact that I think they left the the top or the outside edge and then by reducing banking just made it wider. Um, they've added a lane or two lanes at the bottom and uh, it means that you turn in a lot earlier and it, it's almost a double apex corner. It's it's a, a very different sensation than what I'd gotten used to around here. Um, so it, it took a little while this morning. I mean, the, the first outing, I wasn't anywhere close to being flat. And then by the end, I was really comfortable as we were taking a bunch of downforce out. So it, uh, it does take a little while to get used to it. And I think it may change how you race because of where you're turning in and how long you turn through turn one and two. Um, and with the, the changes that Firestone has brought, it's different than the test in April. So we, uh, we're still learning on that, and we're still learning how the tires are going to degrade or not degrade or last or not last uh, for a whole fuel stint. Right yeah, but it's a very different sight picture. Um, Charlie, if there's uh, if you're turning turning in like sharper and uh, for and you're holding it longer, why aren't the fronts going off? Why aren't the tires degrading? I think it comes down to the package that uh, Firestone brought. Um, part of that is they knew what they had, but also with the new asphalt, it's not as abrasive um, as the older asphalt, I believe. Um, at least we're not seeing that. Um, it, it's generating higher loads for sure. I mean, we're faster. We're a lot faster. Um, anytime you see a number 220 and above on your dash, it, it gets your attention. It's like doing a, a lap at 230 or north of 230 at Indy. Uh, you get out of the car and, and definitely feel feel a little stronger than you did when you got in the car, that's for sure. Any other questions? Right, right here. Charlie. 
Charlie behind the camera, sorry. Uh, 109th start, but you've, you've had some decent runs at other places. Did you think this was a long time coming? And did, can you remember one you kind of got away? Oh, absolutely. Pole? You know, 109 starts and, and getting my first pole, that's uh, that's not a stat. I mean, that's less than 1%, and that's not something that uh, I'm going to remember. Um, but having gotten that first one, now it's about getting the second one. Um, here, coming into this weekend, I knew... I knew we were going to have a good car. I, I watched Scott run really well at that test in April, um, and everything he was saying, there was a lot of confidence in the package we had. So even with the differences coming back, the different tire and different stagger, that sort of thing, um, I knew the engineers would be right on top of it, and I just had to go out and get the most out of it. Um, and I think it, it showed because I had to make some adjustments for the balance of the car and, and I had the confidence to do that and, and take a fairly big swing at the car for that second lap. Um, cause I think the first lap wasn't fast enough to beat Scott, but the second lap was. So, um, I mean, it was what four hundredths of a mile an hour average over three miles. Um, that's pretty close. And I think that's an indication of, of how all four Chip Ganassi racing cars are, are built and set up. There were a couple of times, there have been a couple of races at Mid-Ohio where we were close. Um, I thought we were pretty good at St. Pete this year, but in Q2, we had a, a tire go flat. We had a valve stem failure um, early on in Q2, and that threw us out of seat sync, so we didn't get into the Firestone Fast 6. So there are a few like that that we got close. Um, I think at Pocono a couple of years ago, we took a, a big bite at it, and we're, we're gunning for pole. Uh, we were going for it. Uh, I ended up crashing. Uh, so I remember that one vividly, but uh, there have been a few, but it feels really good to get it done here at Texas. Charlie, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it. Best of luck tomorrow night. Thank you.